High FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. We're looking at Russia's stance on this horrific war that is a horrific war, rather, big upon that Israel is dealing with on two fronts against uh, terror groups. Joining us now is Lazar Berman, diplomatic correspondent for the Times of Israel. Lazar, very good afternoon to you. Thank you for joining us. Hi, how are you? I'm good, Lazar. And uh, once again, thank you for taking the time to just uh, unpack this issue of Russian stance uh, regarding this war in Israel at the moment. Uh, let's begin the conversation. Where does Russia stand on Israel's war against the terror group Hamas? I think Israel's been surprised. I think Israel expected much more support mm. from Russia, expect explicit condemnation. Um, especially given, let's not forget that Israel has gone, uh, gone through great measures and has actually taken a lot of criticism from its allies for not, uh, siding with Ukraine too strongly, uh, in the war between Ukraine and Russia. And Indeed. what did Israel discover? Mm-hmm. That's right, yep. And at the UN, uh, there's a, at the UN Security Council, there's a Russian proposal that does not condemn Hamas, does not mention Hamas by name. Russia seems to be trying to um, undermine U.S. support, trying to uh, put U.S. in, uh, you know, kind of a, a category mm. with Israel and trying to get, uh, steal some Arab countries that have been closer to the U.S. orbit away from the U.S. and showing okay. that deciding too close to the U.S. can endanger them as well. So, so Laser, indeed, there's a, there's a, there's a game being played here. You could say Russia, as you, as you've said, uh, using, uh, shall we say, you could say, allies within the region to uh, bolster its support against uh, always the historical enemy of the United States. Uh, it, it, it's kind of, it, Russia is using this to play it, play it into its own hands, so to speak. Absolutely. Obviously, mm-hmm. Russia's biggest priority right now, both militarily and diplomatically, is the war in Ukraine, and it is doing whatever it can to crack mm. um, unity in the West behind Ukraine, and it sees just a wonderful opportunity here for especially to pull out unallied countries and to show that there's this hypocrisy, I mean, I reject this, but that that there's hypocrisy Mm -hmm. in the Western stand that when Ukrainians are killed, it's a war crime, but when Gazans are killed, uh, they stand behind Israel. That's what they're trying to sell. Mm -hmm. I think they're buying in in much of the, you know, unaligned world or or outside of the West, and they see an opportunity here, and they're pushing hard to take advantage of it to enable mm. themselves to continue to carry out the war in Ukraine. Mm. Laser, an Israeli diplomat met this uh, this week with a Russian official. What transpired but what transpired from that? Yeah, so that was a conversation. It wasn't uh, exactly a condemnation. It wasn't, mm-hmm. you know, Israeli officials told me that it wasn't exactly, you know, the harshest conversation, but Israel made clear that they're unsatisfied or dissatisfied with Russia's stance and mm-hmm. to send it back to the Kremlin that Israel expects a more uh, reasonable role and that expects Moscow's statements to change. Now, Putin did at some point mention that Israel has a right to self-defense, but he's also condemned Israel's cruel methods in Gaza, and Israel certainly would like that to change. The question is how far Israel will push Russia, because we've seen that Israel is not really going to push Russia on the Ukraine issue. Indeed. Laser, uh, regarding humanitarian aid, Russia has announced that it is now supplying tons of aid into Gaza. Could this, uh, could this aid be aid really as, as, as we'd understand aid, or do you think that there's something else that could be at play here? I don't think Russia is directly supplying, mm. you know, weapons or anything to Hamas. But let's not forget anything that goes into Gaza, I think Hamas will be able to get its hands on. The question is whether mm. there's Egyptian or 
really oversight of that. Right. But I think the big here is that Russia says we can replace the U.S. We can play a positive humanitarian right. role without supporting Israel. I think that's the big game here. Indeed. Can you, do you think, uh, Russia, can you foresee Russia taking a neutral position on this war there to satisfy all sides? Well, I think that's what they're trying to do. It's mm. not like they're saying, you know, that, that Israel, uh, is, you know, should be sanctioned or anything. They're calling mm. for a ceasefire, which a lot of the world wants because, you know, they say both sides kill each other and that's that and it's not our problem and it's dangerous for stability. Indeed. Obviously we see, you know, a different side, a clear moral side here, but I think, yeah, Russia is trying to be seen as the neutral broker that the mm. United States is not. And again, that's attractive to many in the region, and it's always uh, keep in mind, this is a game against the United States, against the West, right. and it sees an opportunity that it's trying to drive you know, right through it and to really improve its position uh, diplomatically and especially as it pursues its war mm. in Ukraine. Right. So, so could you say, Leza, that um, Israel is, in a way, at the moment, maintaining a balanced, respectable relationship with Russia at this point in time? Yep, and it, it has done so even though uh, that Iran-Russia relationship has gotten very close, especially the military the military one. Mm-hmm. But Israel seems determined not to take any risk. Area your listeners can make up, you know, make their own decisions Indeed. whether that's moral, whether that's. But that it has been the decision, and I don't see it changing. Although, if uh, Russia really starts making trouble for Israel, maybe they will. Maybe mm. in order to really get the West firmly behind Israel in the long term, uh, Netanyahu will change his tune. Maybe show up in Kiev. Maybe have Zelensky here. Um, those things are continue to be possibilities. Indeed, a war that uh, certainly is not going to end anytime soon. Let's see how things transpire on the battlefield and the political front as we go along. Laser Berman, thank you so much for joining us this afternoon, just to give us some background as to Russia's position on the Israel-Hamas-Hezbollah war that's transpiring at the moment. Laser Berman, diplomatic correspondent for the Times of Israel.